Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. All right, we're back. Thank you for listening. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, everything entertainment. What's your problem, man? That's Sabrina Carpenter from sure is. Girl Meets World. Oh. Donna, you can continue with your story. I'm going to apply canker sore medication. Okay. I just want the audience to know because we are a show of the people. All right. Give me a beat. It's time to talk music. I enjoy music. With Donna Valentine. Yeah! And Steve Patterson. You like Huey Lewis on the news? This is the beat. Um, don't forget, it is the anniversary of our beloved... Prince's passing today. Oh my gosh! Yeah, you're right. yeah. Wow. And uh, Paisley Park is going to be honoring Prince's life and legacy. They're offering time for reflection, for community, for celebration. Uh, this is, of course, at like I said, Paisley Park, and you will have the opportunity to dedicate words of reflection in the heart of Paisley Park. And then this is going to be followed by an exclusive presentation of Prince's words of wisdom throughout the years. You would love that. Yeah. You should go. It's right down the street. I have a busy weekend or else I might. Okay. And then finally, they're going to celebrate his life through music and dance in the New Power Generation Music Club. Cool. Special guest, Lenka Paris, personal DJ and friend to Prince, is going to be providing the soundtrack to the evening. And you could find more at paisleypark.com. Oh, very fun. I know. That's great. So sad. How many years? Seven. I remember when that news broke. I remember when the news broke. I was standing right outside of the Five Eyewitness newsroom. Mm -hmm. And uh, we knew at that point they had been reporting that there were uh, emergency vehicles at Paisley Park. Mm -hmm. And it was maybe a week prior that he had that uh, incident on the plane where they had to do an emergency landing of the plane and uh, administer some kind of help to him. Yeah, and then I remember they changed the the super the graphic at the bottom of the screen, and it was like Prince is dead. I was, was sitting like, right in the seat, live on the air. Tam was sitting where you are, mm. and we knew that there were emergency vehicles. Same thing, and then she just went, ah! and mm. we just stopped in our tracks. And it was absolutely devastating news. Devastating. Just 57. 57 years old. Just 57. Yep. Too young. Too young. Mm. Uh, Anyway, so Paisley Park, you can go to their website and find out more information about what they're doing tonight. Hey, uh, Pearl Jam have announced a new run of U.S. tour dates taking place this summer. In a first for the band... Tickets for these shows will feature an all-in pricing. Uh, This is kicking off in late August with a pair of shows right here. Uh, Further details, uh, or I'm sorry, further dates include Chicago, Indianapolis, Fort Worth, and Austin. And a ticket presale for members of Pearl Jam's 10 Club is beginning today. 
So fans can register for a, a Ticketmaster verified fan sale. Uh, I don't know if it's too late to do that. Oh, yeah, you could do that through the 25th. And then they go on sale on the 28th at 8 o'clock, 10 o'clock local time. Okay. Which okay. means Pearl I think Jam. this is going to be so good. I kind of want to go. Uh, I do really like Pearl Jam. And I like also, of course, that the price listed is the actual cost inclusive Amen. of the transaction fees. Right. Boom. I, part of what we want to come down are the overall ticket prices. Right. But we don't want to feel like we're getting jerked around when we hit checkout. So, yay, Just tell Pearl us how Jam. much, the, yeah, just tell us how much the ticket is and then we'll pay that amount. Pearl. The one cool thing they're also doing is that they're using this, and it's kind of the dynamic pricing that Live Nation does. Mm -hmm. So everyone's been, you know, upset about the dynamic pricing with Ticketmaster. But what they're doing that is only for the ten percent, like ten percent of the tickets. So your premier best seats, you're going to have to pay the premium or the fair market value of what people are willing to pay for that. So they're going to have kind of dynamic pricing for those top ten. That's going to allow the other ninety percent of the seats to be more reasonable and affordable. Got it. So that's a new thing that they're doing. Okay, that's kind of interesting. Because if you're willing to pay that, yes, of course, we'll take your money. Yeah, sure. But then if that'll bring down the overall price for the rest of us. Taxing the rich. Right. Who came up with that? Bernie Sanders. That's a joke. Don't email me. It's a joke. Someone's going to email me. Remember we had that story about how Eddie Van Halen's Hot for Teacher guitar was going up for auction? Yeah, they thought it was going to fetch a lot of money. It did. Oh. Uh, well, it's valued between two and three million and it ended up selling for more than 3.9 million. And it also came with the straight jacket and gloves that Eddie wore at the end of the video. So this is super cool. That's pretty cool. What I always want to know is who bought it? Yeah. And where, what are you doing with it? Do you just have a really cool basement? Like collection? What's going on? Yeah, I'd love to find out these people who just have personal memorabilia. I know. Where is it? What do you do with it? How often do you go and look at it? Right. On there. I'd love to have a super cool basement. Well, you still can. If I can dream it, I can do it. Sure. Why not? You got all that TV money. Start buying stuff. Donna! (laughs) I'm just saying, you remember they used to have the, uh, Tony Siragusa used to host, God rest his soul, he passed away. Um, the man cave show. It was like, yeah, it was cool. And it was, it was just like, they would, they went Uber themed with these things kind of in the way that, what was the name of this? Uh, Extreme makeover home edition. Would. Oh, sure. They okay. would super theme up. So like, if you wanted to resell it, you're going to have to put neutral right. paint on and all that. Correct. But they seem really cool. I would, I just would love, I love, I love finished basements. They're my favorite room in any house. Is right, a finished don't you basement. have one? We do, but ours is a toy box. I mean, I oh. I mean a finished basement that is set for hanging out, hanging out where you like would bring adults. your adult guests down. Right now, to the go kids, watch the game or whatever. Let's go down to the basement. Yeah, kids love it right snacks. now. We have a Papa shot in the corner, not like the arcade one, but you know, like one of those Costco kind of Papa shots. Don't forget, we got to play this year. Oh yeah, where are at we the playing fair. at the fair? We'll go at the fair. Okay, we should and go we'll to Chuck E. Cheese because they have really cheap. Papa I think shot. it would be weird to go in there without children. I've done it before. <laughs> I have not. Um, what do you have to lose? You know, uh, just like just... I feel like weird going to a Disney movie by myself. Well, you're not going to go sit in the ball pit. You're just going to go. <laughs> we're going to get a game card and then we're going to play. Because I have to tell you, the prices, the arcade prices everywhere are nuts. 
except Chuck E. Cheese. Really? Chuck E. Cheese, you get a lot of bang for your buck. I am sure that our social media guru is listening right now. He's going to send us. He's going to come in here and be like, "All right, when are we doing this?" We need videos. We need to get more videos. Donna, what? Not him. It's a different guy. But you just mentioned him. (laughs) I didn't say his name. True. That starts with a Q. Donna. There aren't a lot of guys whose names start with Q. Do you think when he signs his name, he does like the cursive, like big fat number two Q? Yeah, boy, isn't that is the Q a weird one? And is yeah. uh, what's there's another weird, uh, weird G. G. Oh, G. 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 I would oh. know. Yeah, you oh, would know. Yeah. Ganger. It's very so, bizarre. Here's, um, uh, here's how you would write the name Quinn. I'm just showing Steve the big fat number two. That's, oh wow, is that really? Would it? you be able to identify what that says? I don't think so. The, oh no, I would not know. You'd be like two in. If you showed twin. me that today, you'd be like, why is his name Twin? Uh, let me see. I'm looking at now a, a cursive alphabet, too. Okay. Uh, most of them are pretty legit. Like, you're kind of getting it. Um, and yeah. my handwriting's so bad, I just given up, and basically my first letter is an ampersand. Oh, my God. Because if you kind of look at the G in cursive, it's it's kind of like an ampersand, But basically. you're not trying to do the Garth Brooks G, are you? You're no, just doing the other no, one. I'm yeah. Just, yeah. Okay. Yeah. A little loop on the top and then over. And then, yeah, yeah, but, yeah. That's how I yeah. still write. Mm-hmm. I do wow. happen to think that the curse of L, and maybe it's because I've it's married pretty. an L. I think it's one of the prettiest cursive letters. I do, letters. too. I love the L. So if I write Lou like a birthday card or something, I like writing on the envelope the L. Oh, cute. You know? Hey, I just want to throw this out there. We what? don't have to listen to the trailer or anything, but um, the David Bowie documentary is called Moonage Daydream. And it's from um, filmmaker Brett Morgan, and it is a hit, or it was a hit, at Cannes Film Festival. And it is coming to HBO Max on the 29th, and it looks amazing. I watched the whole hmm. the whole trailer this morning, and it's mostly music, so there's really, you're not going to sure. get the vibe. I might watch it. that. Okay, yeah. me too. Right, yeah, Mike, oh, Mike thank will you, post Mike. It. It'll go up on the show links page at oh. mytalk1071.com. Yeah. Mike, Mike, can you also post, I have a dog uh, for a week. Her name is Lauren. Mm, okay. Her name is Lauren. Um, Lauren. She's up for adoption. She's available for adoption. And in the first segment of our show, I put the link there to her bio Aww. if anybody wants, if anybody's interested in her. So she's lovely. Adorbs. I know, right? All right, we got to go. We're late. We're late. I'm sorry. When we come back, we've got a little food news. Uh, crazy McDonald's order. Crazy McDonald's order came through. We'll tell you what it was when we return. It's done. And- it's Donna for Bradshaw and Bryant. You know, people need a lawyer who's going to fight for them. Fight for their rights, whether they've been injured. Even if you're in trouble, you've got to make sure that you are treated fairly. And Mike Bryant of Bradshaw and Bryant, or a member of his team, would really be happy to meet with you free of charge to assess your case. If you're injured in an accident, by the way, Bradshaw and Bryant definitely encourage you, first of all, to get medical attention, duh. And then what you should do is consult with a personal injury attorney right away because you know what? Insurance companies have teams of defense lawyers to help them minimize your compensation. What you really need is an experienced advocate on your side who's dedicated to solely protecting your interest. Justice for the injured, it's not just a slogan at Bradshaw and Bryant. It's the reason they're lawyers. It's all about making a positive difference at a time when you need it most. You can find Mike Bryant at Bradshaw and Bryant online at minnesotapersonalinjury.com.
morning. Happy Friday, you guys. Thanks for listening to the Donna and Steve experience. Oh, hey, Donna. Hey, I Steve. just spotted a McDonald's. Pull over. Let's pull over right there. All right, fine. Jeez Louise. Welcome to Donna and Steve's. Can I interest you in some food news today? Yummy. There was a McDonald's worker who, according to social media, completed a 6,400-item order. Uh, say what now? Somebody called McDonald's. Called. And said, you got to call for this. order ahead. Okay. You got, yeah, you can't pull up to the drive-thru. 6,400. items. Said, I need these items for my thing. And that probably was a month's worth. You know... It was used for a special cause, but what got people talking was just the fact that she documented this because you have to document it on social media or else it didn't really happen. Oh, right, right. Um, the customer asked for 1,600 McChicken sandwiches, okay. 1,600 McDouble cheeseburgers, wow. 3,200 cookies. Wow. Okay. Where, what's happening? Is this for Coachella or what? This is not for Coachella. <laughs> Uh, the order, by the way, kind of a deal. They must have had the app. Only came out to $7,400. Not bad. That's not too bad. Just a little over a dollar they, for everything. They say that the buyer was very credible. So they were talking about sometimes somebody calls in a big order. Hey, I need 50 chicken sandwiches. I'll be there in an hour. Sometimes that person doesn't show up. Right. You know? Was this Elon Musk? Who was it? Donna! What? Very credible. That's all we know. Uh, the payment was rendered up front for an order of this size. Okay. And they say that uh, they uh, they do business with this person a lot. Okay. The TikToker in question uh, alluded to this purchase being for a local prison, which suddenly makes a story like, oh, okay. Okay, There's Someone who was right. like, all right, I'm going to go buy all of the inmates are getting McDonald's today. That's nice. McDoubles, McChickens. They don't know yet if they did, in fact, serve the Hamburglar. <laughs> Our favorite criminal. Um, okay, that's, that's nice. I wonder if it's like a low-security kind of prison. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, This A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Or if it's like, here you go, you rapist. Here you go, Donna, you murderer. Donna. What? Jeez, See, here you go, serial killer. Oh. <sighs> Well, I just, I'm just saying. Just say robber next time. <laughs> she, she, here I am talking about McDonald's. I was waiting to make just my fun little joke and say, boy, 6400 items, $7,400, that's a steal. That's funny. That's softer, too, you would agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, sorry. Jeez, Louise. I just also, they, don't, they don't offer them their McDouble by calling out the crime that they've been convicted of. <laughs> Here you go, you arsonist. Arsonist to the right. Murder to the I mean, jeez. I know, I'm just saying. You've like, not spent time in prison? I if it was low-level crimes. I can see. What? Yeah, um, no. What? Who? 
You've spent a night. You had to have spent yeah, at least a night in a have. in a holding cell, no. like a Barney Fife kind of <laughs> holding cell, <laughs> where you started to you spotted the keys on the wall. The guy had fallen asleep at the desk, and you said, "Hey." I take my gum out of my mouth. And I, exactly right. I need two locks of your rope. hair. <laughs> exactly right. I mean, we all saw the Brady Bunch exactly. prison escape. Correct. <laughs> anyway. Uh, what else do we have oh, in the world of food? Okay. How about this? How to eat sushi. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. I was just saying what everyone else was thinking. <sighs> I'm a lady of the people. There's a... The BBC... On their travel um, website, they were talking about how to eat sushi. And I just ate sushi the other day, and I asked the people that I was eating sushi with, so are we sure, are you just supposed to put the whole thing in your mouth at once? Because some of them are pretty big, round, Yeah, some of them have like ornate hats on them and everything. Yeah, Yeah. and I get it. It's tough to cut through the the little scotch tape thing that they do. I I just use my hands. Okay. Here's what they say. Built-in forks. These are some etiquette sushi rules. Uh, According to Kazunori Nozawa, the co-founder of the famed Sugarfish Sushi Restaurants. (laughs) Sorry. What are you laughing at? (laughs) I'm reading an email. Eat your sushi when it arrives. Okay. It's best right away. This is especially true so the nori does not lose its texture for hand rolls or gunkin style. Hoppin' gunkin style. <laughs> if I didn't say it, I would have okay. lost my mind. Okay, I have a question. I have a yeah. question. Okay. This is ready. This is like made to order sushi that we're talking about, not the kind that you're picking up at Target. Yes. No. Okay. Yeah. If you just put $10 on pump two <laughs> and picked up your sushi, <laughs> the rules might not apply. Okay. Good to know. Um, eat nigiri in one bite. I don't know what nigiri is. But I thought I, I thought that you would. Well, you sound worldly. That's all that matters. If you are adding wasabi in there, I have something about oh, ginger that you're it. you're not going to like at the end of this. Okay? No, don't. I don't want to know. I'm going to. If you are adding wasabi, it's okay to add it to your soy sauce, but you should have another soy sauce that does not have wasabi. Not all dishes are best with wasabi. So I guess sometimes people have the little uh, soy sauce container and they put their wasabi in there. Oh, I've never done that. I've never done that either, but I think some people do it. But if you do it, make sure you have a pure virgin soy sauce on the side. And a glass of water. If sushi is sauce, don't dip it in soy sauce. When dipping nigiri in soy sauce, you should lightly dip the rice side, not the fish side. Although many others believe differently. Try it. You'll taste the difference. Uh, not an etiquette roll, but when eating a hand roll, take a bite, flip the hand roll, and take a bite from the other side. This helps keep the hand roll intact. I'm bored. Wait. <laughs> here's what about ginger? <laughs> Donna, we went to all of those meetings about how to support each other's stories. <laughs> I know, but you always say we have to be honest. We should be truthful. Here's the thing about the ginger that comes with your sushi. (laughs) Okay, I'm listening now. They say do not combine it with sushi. It's meant to be eaten separately as a palate cleanser. Okay, like sherbet. Don't say sherbet. If you say sherbet, I'm walking out of that restaurant. Sherbet people. You you should be in prison. We're playing a game. 651-641-1071. You're a disaster. Hey guys, we're back. Donna and Steve, along with 
the big Zamboni. Honk, honk. Let's play a game. Time to go to college. College, college. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host, the big Zamboni. I want to see how smart you are. Yes, we're going to find out just how smart the two of you are with the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. Now, I'm not coming in tomorrow, and I don't think you two are either. No, thank you. And tomorrow is Earth Day. Day. Yes. So we're going to celebrate Earth Day by having a little College of Pop Culture Knowledge trivia all around Earth Day and pop culture. And we've got Renee to play. Is this this our Renee from last night? Hi, Renee. Hello. Is it you? Renee, is this the same Renee that I saw Renee. last night at Winchester and Rye? Yes. Oh, what oh, a journey. Okay. How Hi, was Renee. How was your meal last Hello. night? We talked before dinner and then after dinner. Did everything go well for the birthday party for Jenny? It did. It went, it went great. Oh, that's just so wonderful. Renee spotted me as I was fully bent over in the parking lot. And there was one one leg like coming out of the door as I was reaching over, I think, to get my coat or something like that. But they were there and they were just delightful. And you expressed concern. I don't know if you threw your support to me or to Donna as you were leaving last night, but you you're you're paying attention to the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. I love both of you so much. Aww. And I thought if I ever call in, I don't know who I would go with because I've I enjoy both of you. Well, just know, so Renee, oh. thank you. We love you. Just know that neither one of us are going to be offended if you don't pick the other. But also know this, Renee. You and I had a magical moment last night. The topic is Earth Day in pop culture, and I have planted 16 trees in my backyard, which help all of us to breathe better. Uh, would you like to I go? I think we all know about your trees. <laughs> we all know a little too much about my trees. Um, all right. Would you like to team up with Donna or Steve? Tough decision, but just because of last night, I think I'll go with Steve. Okay, okay I'll All go right. get treats. Yes, go get okay, us some bye. treats. Something like savory would be good, but I'd like some sweet too, Donna. Okay. okay. All right. This is going to be great. Mike, I'm ready. All right, man. Renee, you're going to go on hold and we'll get this started again. It is uh, Earth Day and pop culture. Uh, Donna has a two point lead, by the way. So we'll see if Steve can close that gap here ahead of the weekend. Are you ready? I'm ready. We'll get it going with this one. Introduced on the page in 1971, then a TV special the next year. This titular character speaks for the trees and confronts the onceler, a businessman who causes environmental destruction. The book was actually banned in California in 1989, but 10 years later, or 10 years ago, was made into a feature film. Oh, my Lord. The old man in the tree? I don't know. Please keep your clothes on. This extremely suggestive Billboard Hot 100 hit for Nelly in 2002 has received new life as a climate change anthem. It's getting hot in here. This national park that runs from Tennessee to North Carolina is the most visited in the country by a long shot. With over 12 million visitors per year, it nearly doubles second place Grand Canyon National Park. The Smoky Mountains? Introduced on the page in 1971 when a TV... Captain Planet? No. Okay. Anything? No. You're going to have to repeat... Yeah, a bunch of these. We'll, I'm going to we'll step through back. These. Okay, you step back. We're going to uh, pull Renee up here. Renee, uh, you heard his answers. Uh, and what did you say for the final one, Steve? Just to clarify. Uh, what Remind me what that The National was? Park? Oh, the Smoky Mountains. Okay. And uh, Renee, uh, anything you would like uh, reread? 
The first one? The first one. Okay. Introduced on the page in 1971. Then a TV special the next year. This titular character speaks for the trees and confronts the onceler, a businessman who causes environmental destruction. The book was actually banned in California in 1989, but 10 years ago was made into a feature film. Any idea? Gosh, no, I have no idea. Okay. His next one was Hot in Here. How do you feel about that for the Nelly song? That is correct. And then the last one, he said Smoky Mountains National Park. Uh, that's as good as a guess I have, too. All right. Let's go ahead and bring Donna back Donna, in come on here. In. Donna. <laughs> Let's go, Donna. Hey. Ooh. Oh, this biscotti. Hmm. Your thoughts on it? 26 carbs, uh, 170 calories, and it's delicious. It's, it's almond dark chocolate. It's not bad. Okay, I am ready. How'd you do? Eh, hit and miss. Okay. Hit and miss. All righty. Let's get it started. Donna, here we go. Introduced on the page in 1971, then a TV special the next year, this titular character speaks for the trees and confronts the onceler, a businessman who causes environmental destruction. The book was actually banned in California in 89, but 10 years ago was made into a feature film. No idea what you're talking about. Okay, talks to the trees. Okay. Please keep your clothes on. This extremely suggestive Billboard Hot 100 hit for Nelly in 2002 has received new life as a climate change anthem. Mm. Mm-mm. Nothing. This national park that runs through Tennessee to North Carolina is the most visited in the country by a long shot, with over 12 million guests per year, nearly doubling the visitors of second place Grand Canyon National Park. Oh, God. I don't know. The Appalachian National Park? Mm. Oh, God. All right. Let's run through these answers. I don't want to. Uh, We have to. All right. The first one, um, a doctor introduced, I should have maybe thrown in there, this character in 1971, and then a TV special the next year, the titular character speaks for the trees. That's the Lorax. Oh, I was going to say cat in the hat. Oh, the Lorax. Lorax. What'd you guys say? One of... Um, I don't know. Captain Planet? Captain I Planet. Something like that. Yeah, <laughs> something so, not correct. The Old Man in the Tree, I also okay. said. Oh, that's a classic. Uh, that national park that runs uh, through Tennessee into North Carolina, the most visited in the country by a long shot, is the Great Smoky Mountains yes. National Park. Oh, I bet that's amazing. It is unbelievably beautiful. I have oh. no idea when it comes to geography. Mm. Thank you. I just thought Smoky Mountains. I think yeah, did in you Tennessee. get it? I got it. Oh, you got it. Dang. Yeah. yeah. He did. And finally, the second one. Keep your clothes on because it's getting hot in her. So take off. Getting too hot. I'm going to take my clothes off. Number one hit for Nelly, 2002, Hot in Her. Not to be confused with Hot in Here, it's Hot in Her. Hot in Her. And it is getting hot in her because Renee is the winner. Oh, yay, Renee. All right. And Renee, you now help Steve tie it up again. Nope. You had a two-point lead going into the oh, day. Oh, yeah! Taking the Woo! lead into the weekend. But still, Renee, you helped. It's now 43 to 42. Uh, no, it's 45 awesome. to 44. Whatever. It doesn't matter. Okay. Point it is, ma- it's oh, close. It doesn't matter unless you're winning, right? That's, no, I just mean the specific number. It's oh, all about okay. how it's close fine. we are. All right, you're my best friend. All right. Uh, Renee, Renee, we love you. It was yes. so great to meet you last night. Thank you so much for listening to our show. We really appreciate it. Oh, thank you so much. Oh, have a great weekend, Renee. Thank you. You too. Bye. Um, you know, it's Renee's so- my best friend. I don't think so.
She was probably bummed that I wasn't there. A lot of people <laughs> kept coming up and saying, is she here? Is she coming? I'm sure. Yeah. Sure. They well, they were specifically asking about Elizabeth Reese, but, but right, yes, right, they were, right. Yeah, I they got were, it. I got it. Um, hey, um, we didn't get to the story, and if you see something, say something earlier in the show. But did you see the story about the people who got duped by a fake mask for babies that is, supposed to quiet funny. their crying by eighty-seven percent, like on planes <laughs> and things like that? <laughs> um, it's a fake product. It's called Baby Mute. <laughs> And it went viral this week, and it's supposed to be a, a mask that you strap to your kid's head to muffle. It looks like Bane's mask yes. from Batman. <laughs> it does. It's supposed to muffle their crying. And there was a fake website that claims, um, oh my gosh, wait, what did I say? It was called, oh, Baby Mute. Baby Mute. Babymute.com. It says, a soundproof, breathable device to silence your baby's cries during long flights and movie nights. <laughs> and movie nights. Uh, That's gonna, awful. We're going to take, uh, without a baby mute mask, we're going to take Dev to the movies this weekend. Oh, fun. What are you going to go see? We're going to see Super Mario Brothers. Okay. You think he'll like it? I think so. And it's only about 90 minutes. Oh, that's so even better. I think we can all get geared up and watch it. I may or, Lou may or may not come. I'm like, why don't you stay back, do something, do a spa yeah, thing. Yeah, go, go get your nails yes, done. Exactly. Yes, exactly. And I'll take the kids. So at some point this weekend, we're going to take them. And maybe I'll be wishing that there was a baby mute. Are you going with other family members to kind of... I will go with all the kids. Just you? Just me. Not your sister, not your brother-in-law? No, this would just be me and the the children. All right. I'll do some travel next week. And so I want to be... Yeah, present. Some special time. I do want to see you. I just want to have like just a little camera where I can see you parenting at home. Because you are somewhat out of control <laughs> at work. I want to see you all in control. I want to see you like, put that down, get in your room. So you only want to see my stern moments. Correct. You don't want to see any sweet moments. Not at all. No. Okay. no. Uh, I, don't, I don't yell. I'm not a yeller. And anytime my kids are like, but then, Dad, you yelled at us. I'm like, we need to change. You need to learn the meaning of yell. You mm-hmm. need to have lived in a previous generation when there was when yelling was more prevalent. It's less oh, yeah. prevalent now. My mom, mm-hmm. when she she would be talking on the phone to my grandmother, her mother, and we didn't have air conditioning. So in the summer, you know, when it's towards the end of school, mm-hmm. not quite out yet, the classes weren't out for the summer yet. I'd be walking down the street. I could hear her screaming on the phone to my grandmother. They constantly butting heads. Mm. Windows open. All the neighbors, my neighbor Ed would be like, Helene, (laughs) knock it off. We can all hear you over here. She'd be like, shut up. But there was a lot of yelling going on in our house. Yeah. A lot. We don't have. That's good. Yelling. Because that's stressful. You'll, You'll raise your voice sometimes when you need to be heard. Sometimes right. you need to go a little bigger. Sometimes you need to go a little smaller when you need to be heard. Sometimes you but just need to have the evil glare. Lou like, and I both had a situation last week where there was an incident that happened. We were on our way out the door. One person had done something that impacted another person mm-hmm. in a predictable and negative way. Mm-hmm. And Lou and I both, without getting on the same page, walked by and this, this person had some friends in the home. And so we didn't want to do 
the yelling a or big the... scolding there. Right. But we needed to communicate quickly that what was happening was not okay, and we both gave her just iced her out. I want to see your eyes. look. Show me your look. I can't show Come you. Come on, look. I'm doing the bad thing. Whatever. I can't show I'm you the look. My friends, they're no. not leaving. I'm, I won't put my shoes on. I can't do the look. I you need look. to. No, I need to be in the moment. We need to take a picture of the look. But we both gave the look, and she absolutely understood. And it was, and then it was, it was the kind of thing where the nature of where we were going and what we were doing that evening, we needed not to hash it out in that moment. It needed to be a quick understanding of like, are you aware of you, what you just did? That needs to stop now without saying a word. You're scaring me. Donna! Go. Don't yell at me. Now that, see, I only yell here. Usually at you. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. It's true. All right. Anyway, all we'll right. take a break. Um, when we come back. Post Malone has topped a list. He just bumped another big star. This is impressive. From a list. And it's, I think, maybe, you could make an argument, it's kind of the coolest list to be at the very top of. Mm-hmm. It's pretty epic. We'll tell you about it when we come back. A little bonus music news next on Donna and Steve on My Talk. Babe. Hey, guys. Yes, I still feel the same. You're still here. Thank you. No, Donna and Steve, Friday edition of the program. On my talk 1071. You can always email the show at Donna and Steve Show at MyTalk1071.com. Please do. We like to read them. And Steve likes to get back to everybody who emails. <laughs> it's my New Year's resolution. Well, oh, you're failing miserably. <laughs> um, no, I like to pick and choose the ones that Donna, we've already determined, has taken it upon herself to be the show administrative assistant, Dottie. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, she, she feels a, a, a moral... Uh, obligation. I do. I do. To- I mean, I try as hard as I can to respond to as many as I can, but I'm only one person, people. And but I no, like, I to, want you to, I like to jump in and let them know, like, I, I see them all and I respond to some. You well, know what I'm saying? Some of you are more special than others, apparently. Get my attention. Yeah. Give me something fun, funny, provocative. You really want to get him to write back, criticize him. he'll write back something snarky no i did that once to that lady a couple weeks ago yeah you lost us a listener and probably all her friends thanks my my bad wow all right um wait what was i going to tell you had to do with cleaning wait 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 come on i was just going to tell you something why would i know what's in your head oh crap what were we just talking about just you and me yeah i don't know we said we're coming back (laughs) email son of a gun you said email us i said email us and when Show you do, here, while you're thinking it uh-huh. out, um, email us your favorite Jack Nicholson performance. Because coming up at 11 o'clock, Jack Nicholson is celebrating his 86th birthday, and we've got a list of his best movies. And we want to know what you think is should be on the list. Steve is continuing to think this is as we speak. Bum me out. Hmm. When you can't remember something. It'll it'll come up and as soon as we go I'll to commercial. In, I'll be in the car. Yeah. I'll be driving off. Well, then you can tweet about it or something. Don't tweet while you drive, everybody. All right. Hey, everybody. Everybody say, hey, Post Malone. <laughs> Love him. He's very successful. Like a lot of his music. Well, now he just beat out Bruno Mars, who had a record for the most certified diamond single. Steve, what is a certified diamond single? Let me guess. All right. It's gone 10 times platinum. You're exactly right. Thank you. This is when a single or an album 
goes diamond when it hits 10 million copies. That's amazing. Not 10 million streams, 10 million copies purchased. Right. Post Malone songs Circles, Better Now, and I Fall Apart just received diamond status officially yesterday. It's pretty good. They join White Iverson, Congratulations, featuring Quavo, Rockstar, featuring 21 Savage, Psycho, featuring Ty Dolla Sign, hmm. and Sunflower with Sway Lee. Love that one. Um, By the way, that Sunflower, you do love that one? You're not alone. That holds the record for the biggest song at 17 times platinum. Wow, that is amazing. Is that the one in the, the Spider-Man movie? So good. Now, I want to say, I want, now look, look at his songs. They all feature someone else. A bunch of them do, yeah. And then look at Bruno Mars. They're basically Bruno Mars songs, right? He's not sharing that honor with anybody. Although I would argue, and you're right, objectively, that's correct. He might be with, uh, are they all pure Bruno Mars? I feel like there might be. I don't know. But, because even like uh, 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 um, Mark Rosnan, Uptown Funk, Ronson. Yep. You know, so that's a Oh, yeah, sure. But I would argue that, you know, those Post Malone songs would still be certified platinum without. Because when I think of those songs and they come to my mind, I only think of Posty. Uh, Me too. You're right. Sorry I blew up. It's okay, Donna. Um, Post Malone released a greatest hits album today called The Diamond Collection, which includes all eight tracks plus his latest single, Chemical. I, I like that. I might buy that. That'd be fun to work out, too. Let's talk about his face tattoos for a moment. Post Malone, get a picture up online so that you know what you're talking about. If ever, if you're sitting at a computer right now, mm. do this with us. Post Malone face tattoos. Okay. Um, I guess my question is, it's funny. Post Malone, such like a an affable, fun dude, right? Yeah. And sometimes we see face tattoos. And if you are judging a book by its cover, you're not assuming this is going to be someone really fun and laid back to have coffee with. <laughs> but I think he is like that. Question being, in 40 years, will he still have them? And will he still feel good about them? We're about to enter a tattooed generation that will become senior citizens. We're going to see people at nursing homes with sleeve tattoos and face tattoos. My grandfather had a snake right on his arm. My grandfather had an anchor on his arm. Okay. I think he worked... On a Navy. I was going to say, my grandfather got it done when he was in the military. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. I have a friend who, who you know, who just got her arms maybe in the last several months, all flowers all over her forearms. Huh. I think it looks cool. Yeah, it does. I've always wanted to be able to snap on, snap off a sleeve tattoo. Well, let's go to the Ed Hardy store. (laughs) <laughs> we could be there sleeve. in 20 minutes if i came in tomorrow with a full sleeve tattoo i would lose my mind no 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 but if i said this is who i am now and i i want to do this and i just have i love art and i i am a living canvas and i just wanted to be on my arm i now. would respectfully congratulate you and then mock you mercilessly <laughs> oh, i would mock you on the air for sure um maybe even off uh, Brian downstairs, Chef Brian, yeah, is getting, is working on a sleeve. Looks cool. Is it of just soups? <laughs> <laughs> well, 
<laughs> That'd be a I funny love one. that minestrone. Mike could get his head tattooed. That would hurt. Like, but yeah, yeah, that would be extremely painful. You know who you kind of look like, Mike? Oh my god! Don't say Bam Bam Bigelow. Mm, but the about answer to say, is Bam Bam Bigelow. Donna, look up Bam Bam Bigelow. Uh, what is that? It's Mike. It's a professional wrestler from the Bam Bam late 90s. Bigelow. Had his entire head tattooed with flames. Yes, he did. And I was just going to say, you could look like Bam okay, Bam Bigelow. Okay, he doesn't look anything like this person. <laughs> what are you, you talking Yes, he does. No, just he does their not. faces. I'm not saying their bodies. Bam Bam Bigelow was like 400 pounds, and he brought the absolute heat in the ring. He had flames on his outfit and on his head. Mike, you do not look like him. I appreciate that. Are you nuts, Donna? His face does not look like this man. Okay, for those who can't see right now, who can't see <laughs> Which Mike, includes me. Or Bam Bam. <laughs> yeah. I know. Donna said at the beginning of the episode, looking off in the distance, not making eye contact with me. I can't see today. <laughs> so, you know, that's today's ailment that I have to work around. But Mike is bald, follically challenged. I don't know what the most respectful way is to address you. Mike's bald is a freaking cue ball, okay? I mean, he is just Mr. Clean on top. But, but he might, has... Shave it? I shave it, yeah. Yeah. He has a chin strap beard. He has a beard goatee mustache. Now let me describe Bam Bam Bigelow to you. <laughs> okay, all right. He has flame tattoos on his cue ball bald head. So much for what we planned Other here. than that, he has a similarly colored, similarly shaped beard and mustache. So, Mike, you've been told before that you look like Bam Bam Bigelow. I've never been told that before, no. Why did you then say to me, don't say Bam Bam? Because you said head tattoo, and I was a fan of professional wrestling in the 90s, so I know exactly who you were talking about. Now, if you're looking at pictures of Bam Bam right now, aren't you seeing, like, for Halloween, that's not going to take too much work for us to pass you off as Bam Bam Bigelow. Sure, he's very... We'll put a pillow under your shirt, we'll get you a flame costume, and we'll put Sharpie on your head. You know, had we thought of this before, that could have been Mike's nickname. I'm really glad we didn't. (laughs) Really glad we didn't. Bam Boney works much better. Bam Bam. Oh, Oh, man. Remember the other Bam Bam? Yeah. From the Flintstones. Yeah. Bam Bam. How poorly behaved. Barney Rubble, what a pushover. (laughs) With his his, uh, club. Club. Bam, Bam, Bam. And then, well, Fred. (laughs) (laughs) What would he know? Bam, or wait, he did the. uh, (laughs) Oh, my God. I liked liked Barney. I liked the Flintstones. He was a sweet guy, you know. <laughs> yeah, so can we get a Barney Rubble laugh? Can we find like sure. a because I think it goes more into like a <laughs> well, Fred, well, Bon. It just too like Barney's the neighbor that you want. Yeah, but Fred was kind of mean to him. He was. He was like, what's hmm. his name from yeah, the Fred, honeymooners? The, uh, Cranston. <laughs> <laughs> Man, he'd do anything for you too as a neighbor. If we could all be so lucky as to have Barney Rubble, leopard print looked good on him, or is that Fred? I think that was Fred. Barney had like just a drab brown, yeah, with with a little tie. tie. Yeah, you're right. How about sliding down the dinosaur tail though to end your day? The dinosaur bites your time card. Mister Slate blew the work whistle. I and love Dino. I mean, come on. What a great name, Dino. Oh, man. And then the song, Flintstones. Meet the Flintstones. That was a great theme song. Wilma. I got so excited when the movie came out with John Goodman, Rosie O'Donnell. I never saw it, but it looks like they did a really good job. It was fine. Okay. Bye-bye. We'll take a break. Uh, hey, celebrating Jack Nicholson's birthday when we come back.